0: This is the Let's Go Win podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What's happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Let's Go Win podcast. You are here for a Tuesday tune up, and we're going to be talking about something extremely valuable and important to any and all of you business owners out here. I'm excited for this conversation because we all need this, whether you own your own business, whether you're working in a business. What we're going to be talking about is so important. But before we get to that, do me a favor. Make sure you share this out. The valuable information the guests we're going to have on is so awesome. We need to share this. we got to get it out. we got to get people subscribing so we can continue bringing on amazing guests such as the one today, which is Josh Fonger. He is the CTO of WTS Enterprises, a business performance architect. He is an international business consultant, coach, and speaker. He has a unique experience of personally helping hundreds of businesses grow simply using the WTS method. His specialty is taking stressed out entrepreneurs from working in their business to working on their business, using systems so that profit and freedom can become a consistent mechanical reality. Josh, I think we all need some of that in our life, brother. So welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Jam. So it's interesting how easily this conversation happens because even as we off-camera, hey man, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. It's busy. And you made the comment, which was brilliant. You're like, well, I guess busy's good as long as you're working on the right stuff. So I'll I'll open it up there, brother. How wrong? do the majority of us get it when we become stressed and working in the business instead of on it? Yeah, that, that's a great, great point. Great segue.
1: And uh, again, excited to be on this show. And I think it happens when people don't clearly have a direction or purpose for their business or their life. And uh, that's what we're all about at work. The system is we want to make sure you have really crystal clear clarity about what you're trying to achieve And then you have the right mindset to make that a mechanical reality. And I would say most people, myself included, can really get uh, stuck in the um, the flashing lights of life and get spread very thin, doing lots of things, being busy, but not really get anywhere.
0: Yeah. And I know you live this so well because quite literally... Uh, you and your family have gone to various places and you're building a business doing this, living in these really cool places. So that tells me you are effectively working the system because uh, that's the book, right? Is Work the System, which I haven't had a chance to read yet. Yeah. So the book, I didn't
1: write the book, uh, Work the System. Sam Carpenter wrote the book and I'm, I'm the field guy, right? So all the coaching, consulting, all the events I put on and uh, Sam and I worked together. And uh, I think a big big part of it was being uh, mentored by Sam and realizing that um, you have to start with no, as in when things come your way, as opportunities come your way, the first response is no. And then you pause, you reflect and say, well, will this help me get to where I'm trying to get better, faster, more efficiently, more repeatedly? And the answer is no. Then stick with your initial gut response and then uh, stay the straight line of whatever that is you're trying to achieve. And again, uh, most business owners and um, people in general just dilute themselves with activities that are not going to take them uh, to the end, the finish line.
0: Yeah. Why is that no so hard for people to say? Cause I, I say, and this audience has heard it, but it's repetition is is key to mastery here. Every time you say yes, you're saying no to something else. So having the ability to say no is so profoundly important because you're saying no one way or the other, whether you think, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take it all on. You're saying no to the family, the kids, the really important stuff in your life. Why is that such a big problem for us as human beings to just say no? I, I,
1: uh, well, it could be different for different people, but um, fear of missing out, fear of hurting people's feelings, fear of not fitting in, you know, all the different fears. And then the things that actually matter that uh, you wanna do for your personal life, for your family, for your business, are likely hard things. And to get there will likely involve difficult, uh, sacrifice, challenges, you, you name it. And so the things that are constantly coming your way, especially with advertising, any kind of media, are quick, easy, fun, cheap. And therefore, um, impulsively, those things that, are, that, that want you to say yes, um, Are always gonna, you know, in in the flesh, seem more exciting, more fun than something that maybe is deeper, hard, like writing a book, you know, or whatever that difficult long term goal might be. That's gonna be hard, take a lot of sacrifice and effort. Uh, Clicking on this little YouTube video, that's easy. I can say yes to that. That's fun, you know. And so I think it's it's really once you have clarity about what you want to achieve, then it's easier to say no. But if you don't have clarity about what you want to achieve it's much easier to just say yes to anything and everything, you know, yes to the next sales call. Someone says, Hey, you want to talk? You're like, well, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. And you do that, but it's, it's not really going to lead you where you want to go.
0: So without giving the book away, how do we arrive at some form of clarity brothers? So that, because again, the the person you're describing the guy wearing every hat saying yes to everybody coming through, it's not a fault uh, in terms of, I don't, think anybody means for this to happen, but I did it. I hopped in. I'm like, yeah, man, all hands on deck. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. But until you do get that clarity, it it, it does seem like I'm doing my best. And Josh has gone, oh, there's such a better way. So how do we arrive at that clarity, Josh? Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, start with prayer, right? At least <laughs> that's, that's how I start.
1: But, um, you know, I think certainly being grounded in what Ultimately, what the purpose of life is, what the purpose of of your businesses, those things matter. Um, beyond that, um, you know, the book details a really clear you know methodology, which is what I take people through. First, understanding that their life is composed of separate systems, and if they have this systems mindset, they can objectively look down on their life, and this is what we help entrepreneurs do, and see. Okay, here is some specific end goals. You know, short term, medium term, long term things I want to achieve, and if my life is composed of these systems, where if I do these certain activities, these results are likely to happen. Like if I go to the gym every day, likely to get stronger, right? If I go to sleep on time, I'm likely to feel better the next day, like just certain um, repetition that that matters, these systems. And so what we want to do is break about, break apart your personal life, your your business, your sales activities, your marketing activities, all the activities, activities, the stuff that makes up your business. Instead of just saying, I want to have a great business, it's, the the systems that make up my business. I like those to be great. And then we work on helping entrepreneurs segment those pieces, delegate those pieces, isolate those pieces, and then, you know, architect or construct their perfect
0: business. Is it possible to arrive at this without you as an amazing coach? Can I pick up the book? Give me, give me, if I pick up the book, the biggest aha, somebody's going to say, holy cow, like where was this book 10 years ago? Cause I know it's in there, right? Yep. The moment I read it there, you know, you're pulling two or three really big things out of it. And maybe there's more in yours, but what is that aha where you're just like, holy cow, man, like where <laughs> was this 10 years ago? Yeah.
1: And I would say uh, there are a lot more than one because um, Sam has literally been working on this book for over 10 years. It's in its fourth edition. So um, I don't make any money in the book. And yeah, you can read the book. And change your life. So that go go for it. You know, you should do that. Uh, Sam even gives away the first 28 minutes audio on his website, workthesystem.com. But in terms of the naha for people right now, you know, beyond the, the mindset, beyond having a clear direction, is that the majority of the things in your business that are repetitious um, and are in your head and in your team's head probably are not written down. And so until you take the time to document the systems that make up your business. Um, You're never going to reach the the quality, the um, speed, the efficiency, the duplication, the training, the accountability, the metrics, all the stuff that you want to have a controlled business or one that you're in control of. You won't reach any of that unless you do the stuff that our company does, which is not much fun, which actually document those systems. And so typically what happens is you build up a decent team, they're doing decent work, you push them to do better, they do better, they start doing worse, you got to push them again, you know, you keep constantly pushing them, some of them leave, you got to hire new ones, start fresh again. Um, but you've actually never built the machine built the mechanics because you've never actually documented the systems of what they do. And therefore, a lot of companies stay stuck. And they stay disorganized, and they stay chaotic with lots of fires. And putting out fires is exciting. It's fun. It's what lots of managers, owners, leaders do is problem solve. And so instead of problem prevention, so they can grow, they just spend their life in problem solving. And uh, we usually work with companies once the owner is tired of saving, you know, tired of fixing the same problem a dozen times. And they're like, you know what, I probably should just prevent this problem from happening again. And that's where the documentation comes in
0: yeah the uh putting out fires like literally you see the guy or gal walking around basically with a hose on their back, and that's what they're doing is there. that's what Josh is saying, but here's the deal, Josh. no one can do it as good as I can. It's not possible, man, like I am the only person that can do this now. I know that sounds idiotic when I say it that way, but this is being said all over in businesses around the country i it gets done and, or it only gets done to the level. If I do it, how do we overcome that brother? Because I'll tell you, it's probably one of the most profound things is a, there's a lot smarter people than me for, for, speaking for myself, that can do it a lot better than I can. How do I let go and relinquish some of that control so I can really scale my business? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot of layers to that. I wish it was simple. Like, Oh, you just flip the switch.
1: Um, it Probably the way you're running your business now or managing it is probably so complex, so convoluted, so disorganized that, yeah, you're the only one who could do it <laughs> because of the way you've built it, right? So part of being able to delegate things is to set it up so that others can have success by you know shaving off certain pieces of what you do, which are very simple, easy, others can do. Now, beyond that, uh, most people, they see their work as them, as opposed to separate from them. That's a big part of what we try to do is say, hey, you know, you're not the business. The business is composed of these activities. And yeah, people can do, you know, they can run payroll better than you or they can do sales better than you or they can install whatever your business installs better than you if you separate into pieces. You know, case in point, I've certified a number of consultants in this method and they go out and do work, work, and a lot of times they do a better job than I would do. Right, I'm like, wow, Oh, huh, I thought I was the best at this. And so um seeing other people do it also, you know, seeing is believing. I think that's part of it. And um also with regards to delegation, getting out of the day-to-day, is you have to realize that it might have taken you five, 10, 20 years to learn what you know. And so to expect someone new to be as good as you off, you know, in the beginning is unlikely. And so there needs to be a ramp up period as well. And maybe it's one day, maybe it's one month, maybe it's six months or a year, but you can duplicate yourself, at least the activities that make up your business. And um, that's what we really try to help people do is, is to take a step in that direction. I had a client just talked to, to a couple hours ago, and he has a, a, a property management and home flipping business. And he was running out to the hardware stores, I don't know, four times a week. I said, I know someone else can do that. you know, And he's like, well, you know, I got to get the materials. And sometimes it's not there at the right time. And I got to check the store and then check the prices. And I'm like, you're just picking up materials and delivering them to a a building. I'm sure someone else can do that. And eventually we just documented the system. How are we going to have someone else be your runner for you? A materials runner. And, um, lo and behold, someone else can pick up materials and deliver it for you, (laughs) you know, but the way he was doing it was so complicated before that no one could do it because they had to read his mind. And so again, it goes back to, if you document your systems, other people can do it. If you expect them to be mind readers. Uh, they can't, right? Because they can't read your mind.
0: The ability to separate the, the emotion, I'm I'm going to tout what Josh does because what he does is really, really important. When you are in it, you are emotionally attached to things. Now, the benefit of somebody with the consulting background and, and ability of, of Josh is they don't have that same emotional attachment to your business. So they can see more clearly, and when you're not as emotional, you make logical decisions. Is that a big part of what you're really bringing to the table, brother, where you're like, look, love you, but your business is not a a living, breathing thing. It's separate from you. It literally is not you. Talk to me about that because I know, again, I've been in it. I've done this where I just you get so tied up into it. The emotions are there and your ability to look at it and say, well, maybe you should look at it this way. Yeah, that's that's a
1: big part of consulting. And I used to not think that, you know, 10 years ago when I was doing this, flying around helping companies, I thought it was about instruction, content, analysis. And then what I realized is that, you know, they know the information, but they haven't been able to change their mindset or the way they believe or think about it to make the decisions. And so a lot more of it has to do with, you know, figuring out uh, the why. You know, what's going on between those ears that's making you not able to. And it, it's it's emotion, and maybe it's the the praise they get from putting the fire out, or the feeling they get when they make the big sale, or whatever that might be. And so, yeah, I just I ask a lot of questions, and I say, okay, if the goal is to feel good, then yeah, keep making sales. But it looks like over here, our strategy we wrote down, our strategic objective says the goal is to open up these locations or it's to raise the sales by X millions of dollars. And so to do this is going to be require something than this. So your current activities aren't going to get you there. So what is it? Is it the emotion that you want to follow? Or is it this thing that we wrote down? And what do you think? And you know, if I make the decision for them, it's not going to, it's not going to land, it's not going to stick. And so they have to clearly say, wow, I have this plan that I love. And I have this emotion that I love. What am I going to follow? And then eventually, Oftentimes, they can move towards their plan. And I say, hey, you know what? Whenever you subtract a part of what you're doing, you're going to build up capacity. And guess what? You're going to fill that capacity with other important things, likely more important things. And um, the, the big aha that happens with most of my clients is that they realize that they're so busy in the business that I say, well, who who is the CEO of this business? Who's running the business? Because it looks like you're, you're doing these things. I don't see anybody who's maybe doing uh, business development or helping with the branding or outreach or innovation or, you know, new product lines, you name it. Like no, no one's doing the CEO stuff. So looks like you got a company with no one actually their hands in the wheel. What do you think? And then they realize, gosh, I'm doing $50 an hour work or hundred dollar an hour work, but I need to be doing the $500 an hour work that no one's doing currently. And that, that kind of helps them see when you hand something off, Believe me,
0: there's something else you can pick up, and it's probably going to be better. If I'm listening to this, I'm saying, all right, I, I I, could see it. Give me the big, sexy benefits that people get to get when they <laughs> truly work the system. Why? Okay, I, I'm in. Josh, it sounds good, but what am I really like? I'm going to make so much more money. I'm going to be able to take vacations. I'm actually going to be able to live my life. What, what, what's, what's the payoff, my brother? Uh, Yeah, well, that's a great question. And we always take people through the same
1: exercise because mechanically, I already know if you follow this, you will make more money and you will have more time, but that's not that sexy for most people. And it's not that emotionally gripping. Uh, People would always say they want more of both. And so I say, you know, make, make a list, make a list of every single thing you would do if you had more time and make a list of everything that you would do if you had more money. And then to do these things inspire you and each person has a different desire, a different gift, a different goal, a different ambition and different circumstances. Maybe one of them has to take care of an elderly parent where someone else would really like to travel and someone else has massive debt and someone else says, I want to build an empire. I want to use the extra time and money to open up 10 more locations. And so I really need each person to, to wrestle with that question for a while and not just, you know, a 3% improvement or, you know, extra hour a week, but what if you had 30 more hours per week with nothing to do what would you do you know or what if your income went up like in, in Sam's case 20 times what would you do and that gets people to start dreaming and it gives them a, a more of an abundant mindset not just you know I'm stuck mindset but abundant mindset and that that should be motivating it should be like okay I really want this because what i ask people to do is hard work and you have to want it enough you have to be hungry enough to actually to actually do it status quo is way, way easier. And so, um, I don't fill in the blanks for anybody. I give them the blanks. I push them along and I'll give them examples. But, but the point is, um, without those motivations, and it has to be more than one, um, you're going to give up. You're going to stop. Um, I was speaking at some event where the guy who did was 101 Ironmans in 101 days, the <laughs> Iron, Iron Cowboy. Maybe you've heard that guy speak. And, um, what I, I got from his talk was that He couldn't just have one why for why he was doing it. He needed to have like 10 or more whys. And so as things got hard, as he, you know, break a bone or sprain something or whatever it was, he could go back to the the multiple whys. And maybe it was for his wife. Maybe it was for his kids. Maybe it was for the money. Maybe it was for something else. But he always had reasons to keep pushing him on. And that's, I'm a big believer in that. It's like, you need to have multiple reasons for both the time and the money why you want it so that um it's worth it otherwise i mean if you're just for most people they work hard enough to keep the status quo going to to have a certain comfort level that they were used to growing up and then they they stop like this is the comfort level that i'm that i'm comfortable with and then i stop as opposed to this is the skill set giftings you know ability or situation i'm in how do i maximize it for me Family those around me, society, world at large, and then it becomes wow, this is a much bigger game I'm playing, uh, but most people they just stop with well, I, you know I paid my mortgage, got the kids to college i'm I'm okay, and those clients I don't really have much success with because they're 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 okay with the way it is, and so I can't really push them
0: yeah man i I love the iron cowboy example because i the way I heard that is look surviving's cool but thriving's that much better and that's what you guys are really doing uh brother I, you guys have such a cool system i can't wait to read the book myself uh where can people connect with you josh if they want to you know whether you know, social media or online so they can really connect with you and learn more about work the system and and possibly you know bring you on as a consultant to help give them the freedom that they so deserve
1: Yeah, well, they can go to WTSEnterprises.com. That's the website I run. And we have a business systems assessment there, which is free. And then also we have the summary of the book. So uh, this book can get a hardcover for 28 bucks, or you can get the summary for free on my website. And then Sam Carpenter, the author, has his website, workthesystem.com. And there you can get the audio, the first 28 minutes of audio of the book for free. And he has resources and comes out with uh, weekly videos. About the system's mindset and how to improve your life.
0: Improve your life. There's no doubt. I, guys, this is freedom. I mean it. When I, I have experienced both ends, and I'm not suggesting I have worked the system perfectly. I have work to do as well. But uh, definitely look Josh up and 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 go work the system because you deserve that freedom, Josh. I appreciate you bringing it on. It's such an important message that I think so many entrepreneurs and business folks just need to hear. So I appreciate you, brother.
1: Yeah. Glad to be here. And thanks so much, Jam.
0: Guys, we've all been there. You you wear so many hats. You have the ability to live your best life and thrive. And Josh and his team and the system, work the system. It's going to work for you. So reach out to them. And uh, remember, until next time your mindset matters, share, subscribe, review this thing, and we will talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to Let's letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.